And we are super psyched to welcome our newest sponsor, Thunder Road Guitars. Thunder Road Guitars is the Pacific Northwest best source for premium, new, used, and vintage guitars, amplifiers, and pedals. Online or in their Seattle, that's West Seattle, or Portland stores. You'll find fantastic customer service and a terrific vibe. I know because I'm in there a lot. Grab a cup of coffee, swing on in, don't spill your coffee, and check it all out. And now if you use code TOURSTORIES10, you can get 10% off at thunderroadguitars.com. Yes, that's me playing guitar. Hello, big news from our friends over at DistroKid. They now have an app. This app works on iOS and Android, of course, and it's available in the Apple Store and Google Play Stores and all the stores where you buy apps. Go check it out. It's got a lot of cool features. You can upload new releases. You can get notified when you've earned royalties. Awesome. You can withdraw from the app via push notifications. A little dangerous for me, but rad. Anyways, go check it out. It's all at distrokid.com app. And don't forget, you can still get 30% off your DistroKid account by going to distrokid.com VIP slash tour stories. Have a great one. We continue to celebrate our friends and partners over at Isotope, and we got some big news for you. The gold standard of audio repair, RX11, is coming in May. In the meantime, you can buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. Tour Story listeners get 10% off by using code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. All at isotope.com. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hello, Tour Story listeners. Thank you for your continued support, and welcome to Season 4. I'd like to take a second to thank our friends and sponsors over at Isotope. Here at Ruinous, Chris and I rely heavily on easy-to-use tools like RX and Ozone for all of our audio repair, mixing, and mastering. Now, Tour Story listeners can get 10% off Isotope plugins or try Music Production Suite Pro for free for 30 days using code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. To get your discount and check out all of their easy-to-use products, go to isotope.com slash ruinous. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com slash ruinous. And use code FRET10. And thank you for listening. Hey, Andy. Hey, man. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. I just got some good secret news about maybe a record that I'm going to play drums on, which is, like, I can't tell you yet. I heard the same secret. I'm very excited. You yeah, did? I did. Yeah. It's floating out there. Yeah. Should we tell people? We're going to be working together. We're going to be working together. Um, working on the terrific band Overcoats' new album. Yeah. I'm going to be producing and you're going to be doing drums. drums. Yeah. yeah. It's not going to go well. <laughs> I don't know how to produce. As long as you know what Beat Detective is, we should be fine if I'm playing yeah. drums. <laughs> okay. I, I think I will. I'll figure it out. <laughs> Have you gotten to play on stuff a lot over the last year, or has it been pretty empty? Just a little bit here and there. Cool. But I've been recording a lot of drums and sending them around and letting people have their way with them. 
as they like that's to do. awesome so you, you'll you'll just you know record beats and send them out yeah that's great yeah if i really focus on engineering i'd say i'm pretty good at it but if i don't do it for a month i it doesn't stay in my head i can relate to that um i've, I've never been able to crack that code i can certainly tell whoever's engineering how i think it should sound <laughs> but i'm not always going to be the best at how we get there yeah so where are you i am home in atlanta georgia just played a show yesterday day before yesterday in orlando a socially distanced thing outside just our first show oh. in a really long time um acoustic show but it was great I sort of forgot how that felt and even though it's not the same you know just being it, it being not even in a room but being with people communally and playing music it was mm -hmm. it was cool yeah you and me both are looking forward to that i'll speak for you yeah, absolutely I wasn't at first, weirdly. It was, mm -hmm. I think, because I've just been going pretty hard since I was 18 years old with this band. You know, the idea of, like, there have been years where we didn't play so many shows because we were making records, but it's always just been working on something. So when it first hit, I was like, man, it kind of felt like getting able to skip school. It's like, oh, I don't yeah. have to go do that, you know? And then it quickly turned into, like, existential doom. <laughs> but for a minute there, it felt cool. <laughs> um. What have you been doing um, in the last year to to cope with whatever your situation is? Do you have a children? Yes, family? I do. I do. Um, mm -hmm. I have a wife and two kids, a seven-year-old, almost seven-year-old daughter and a three-year-old mm -hmm. boy. You know, I really did lean into that. I, I'm sure you can relate. There's a lot of time that you have to sacrifice to this job away from your family. And this was a pretty special time. My son's really kind of learned how to talk and, and walk and right. he's becoming, you know, who he is. And it was really sweet to not have to really miss any of that. Um, it was also hard, you know, cause I'm used to going away for a weekend and playing a show yeah. and getting a breather and the, the breathers were no more. So, and, and on the art side, it was, I kept a bubble with my brother-in-law, Robert, who is, um, my partner in the band and so mm -hmm. we basically just saw each other's families and we were still able to go work and and put in time at the studio creating we're generally making something even if there isn't a purpose for it just to kind of keep the the tools sharp so that was helpful we started Man, that's a great a uh we started a patreon which i didn't ever think we would do um sort of always had the idea of a cool like fan club thing where we could do exclusive shows and stuff but i was really nervous about it at first and it ended up being this incredible thing where we would get together and and make a show every month and so we started this ambitious goal of re-recording every song we've ever released in a different version live and so it's cool to have like a little goal those are sort of the main things that kept me somewhat sane man that that <clears throat> sounds like a fantasy for us rock and rollers <laughs> fortunate situation and you it have was. your own studio there yeah we do yeah it's a house in the suburbs, and we renovated the inside and soundproofed it, so no one knows it's a studio. It just looks like a house. Um, right. Yeah, it's it's right down the road. Did you get into any bad habits or yeah. good habits? Well, I think I started with good habits, mm -hmm. a lot of good habits at first. Very ambitious on the health front at the beginning of COVID. I was working out every day. I was going to come out of this thing looking slick. <laughs> That's a rat. You do um, look slick. Well, I'm the wrong kind of slick. I'm like the Howard Hughes in the screening room slick. <clears throat> um, 
and then yeah, I think I, I did pretty, I did some version of what everyone did, you know, drank too much for a while and then ate too much for a while and now trying to reel it all back in and, yeah. and be a normal functioning person. Um, yeah, it was it was weird how it continued to just creep up on me. I don't know if you felt this way, but I would feel good for a while and then something would kind of click. It was like, oh, I'm not doing okay right now. And that was yeah. weird. And also no, no one was doing okay. So try to be forgiving of yourself in a sense too. Yeah. And also with, with that, you know, I went in and out of health. That sounds dramatic. I wasn't sick or anything. Right. I just was like, I would be healthy and running and stuff. But what really fucked with it was when I would just be like, ah, eh, there'd be two days I didn't go running. I thought, and then it would be, yeah. holy shit, I haven't run since Sunday? And right. it's Sunday? Yeah, that didn't help. But no. I am think I'm back. It's The weather's changing here, and as um fair weather person i am back on the fitness game yeah i'm right i'm right there too i think i'm gonna i have a weird idea to take up boxing i've never done mm. it but i think it would be fun to try something else i've done the other sort of you know training and weightlifting and all that stuff um and i enjoy it but i'm, I'm looking for some sort of a different challenge you know yeah i've always been interested in that boxing workout it looks really good. i don't want to get hit i'll never fight anyone yeah. but i think the idea of what they're doing it'd be cool to learn how to punch too you know yeah sure and take a punch god i'm yeah. not good at taking punches it no hurts. god no <laughs> have you been actively punched in the face in your life i've never I been have. punched you I've have been, i've been crushed really yeah i have a dent in my forehead that you may be able to see oh my god is that a story punched. people know I don't know. It's funny. My wife was there, but this was she like, did it. <laughs> she wasn't, that's, I didn't mean to say it like that. She was there, but it was, I, I think it was somewhere when I was, I don't know, college or something. And, um, these dudes came to a party and wanted to fight my friends. So they attacked one of my friends and, um, I was picking him up and they were just like clobbering him. And while I had him, like, in my arms, I was halfway up, and a guy just from above just God punched you. clocked me. Whoa. And he had a ring on his finger, and it dented my skull. And no Of course, way. cracked, broke my nose. But... Did you go to the yeah, hospital? I did. My yeah. wife took me, who, yeah. was, who was just kind of my friend. Back She's then. like, yeah, we're gonna need to go get that dent. Yeah, this loser. Up. Hope I never marry this loser. Let's get him to the hospital and just kind of leave him there. He could certainly never protect me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a deep fear of being punched, and I've never uh, been punched. I don't want to be punched. It sucks. It really sucks. <clears throat> I mean, that's stating the obvious, but it makes me nauseous and no good. No good. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, if boxing teaches you anything about taking a punch and maybe enjoying it or something. I'll, it's I'm a weird thing. I've heard that, that, like, there is some weird adrenaline that happens with, with that. People get into it. I've never really been competitive like that, though, in anything. Like, even with, like, video games as a kid, I never liked playing one-on-one. -on -one. I always wanted to, like, be on a team with somebody. It's yeah. probably why I ended up being a musician because right. I, I liked the... You know, even success or comparing success to other bands and musicians, I never was into that because there's not just like a finite amount of success that can be had and everybody has their own journey and can like achieve at their own rate. Yeah. And I, I like that far more than, you know, yeah. who's the best. Yeah, I'm with you on that. 
Um, so maybe some boxing, huh? I think so. I'm going to give it a go. Well, when we do get back to, uh, quote unquote normal. Yeah. What what do you think it's going to be like? Do you think we're going to retain any behaviors from, you know, spending a year and a half in a pandemic or also kind of twofolded is, you know, we had a fiery, uh, social justice movement over the last year, um, You know, we're not going to come out of that. There's no no shortage of um, white cops shooting people of color, for example. But, you know, in the next year or so, you think you think we're going to feel the effects of this pandemic or uh, still be carrying this social justice movement? I sure hope so. I think, you know, it's all of that was so awful to see in real time and just a country that felt really like it was crumbling um Mm -hmm. and it was scary and not even close to scary for people that look like me and you um we're just you know looking on um with no real way to to relate to that fear um i think if anything for me personally i've noticed that there is a sense of there's a bit more gratitude for everything in a way I've seen it with music and art in general. It's like there's more appreciation, I think, for people. And I hope that that continues to to move forward because it does feel like the chips that continue to fall from something terrible happening, like the George Floyd, one of many, 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 um, it did feel like there's movement, even if it's not justice in the way that we think it should be served it did feel like things are moving the right conversations are happening and and the truth about this stuff is becoming the truth it's there we can see it and i think it also shows the true colors of certain people um that don't believe you know a certain way and you know i think just now having even a president that feels peaceful is a very good thing you know, yeah. like there's just just that feels like a huge weight <laughs> has been lifted. Um, I feel positive about it. And, yeah, I think if anything, it's sort of shined a light on a bunch of stuff that shouldn't have been happening. That's been happening for a really long time. And and now I was listening somewhere. It's like it's, it's not that it's even gone up in the violence um, it's that we can see all of it now and it's becoming mm-hmm. obvious and it's everywhere and that's good. There should be accountability for that. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I feel optimistic, but I do think the reality of it is a lot of people are going to be dealing with what happened over the last year, the habits that were formed, the, the mentality of, you know, I think some people just aren't supposed to, I don't think anybody's supposed to stay inside for that long. Um, you know, I don't think so either. I think early on, I don't know if it was like this Hail Mary of hopefulness was people saying, oh, you know, maybe we'll work more at home and maybe we'll stay at home more. And maybe it's better to be with your family and working and doing everything at home. And to me, it's just like, it's not a nightmare, but it's like... (laughs) It's not not it, it, a nightmare. Either. Yeah, it's just like, and it's not, uh, yeah, again, it's not a nightmare. It's just like, it just really made me think like, fucking people don't need to be this close. I think even on the prairie, people were like, I, we're not going to hang out in the wagon together. Absolutely. You know, I don't care if it's cold outside. 
Chris Rock has this great bit on his last stand-up special where he's talking about his he had just gone through a divorce and his mother and father were married for forever and mm -hmm. the reason was is because they saw each other for 15 minutes a day <laughs> his dad would be there in the morning like a minute <laughs> he would go to work for 12 hours and then he would see her the other day that's just the way it was like yeah. that was that was it i grew up in a, in a house that was similar to that my dad was traveling all the time as mm -hmm. a, a pastor mm -hmm. and it was pretty normalized i never like hated that for him it probably gave me the encouragement I, I felt that i could make touring and career this yeah. thing where my kids wouldn't hate me for it because i never held that against my dad um but yeah it's just amazing social media everything in our lives that are so tied up text messaging it's all we are on top of each other all the time to yeah. then take out the ability to just <laughs> actually do something alone is nuts it's insane yeah what was your uh dad's was his tour schedule similar to rock and roll? Kind of. I mean, he yeah. probably would leave like a week out of the month. Um, yeah. So it, he wasn't gone a ton. Um, but he, you know, there's definitely a, a feeling like, all right, dad's going to go to town. It was great, actually. You're like, this is yeah. awesome. It was a little bit easier. You know, mom, maybe a little bit more relaxed when dad yeah. was, you know, gone. And um, But then it was also cool because he would take me places, you know, if he was going to go speak somewhere we'd get to go have a weekend together. And oh, I look forward to yeah. trying to do that kind of stuff with my kids with shows once they get old enough or, or care. Yeah. I My dad um, traveled probably, I don't know, an average of a week out of a month too. And it was great in a way. I remember one thing that was really fun when my dad was out of town was breakfast for dinner. Oh, yeah. And I think it was just easier for her. Or maybe it was fun, too. Yeah. But I just remember that, you know, that being like, oh, dad's going out of town this week. I bet we're going to have breakfast for dinner one of I these I love that. Yeah. yeah. I think there's those little moments that, yeah, you can get away with a, with something. Or you feel yeah. like you're getting away with something, you know? Yeah. That's really sweet. How's 21 looking for you for touring? You guys scheduling? Yeah. I think us and every other band have a tour booked and... Mm -hmm. you know october november uh, around there we're hopeful you know uh that there will be something that'll happen we've moved to tour so many times you know we were finishing this record that just came out right before everything shut down and so mm. it gave us like two three months to mix which i've never had that much time to mix which is amazing but then we sat on it for for a long time and the tours kept moving i mean you remember those first couple of weeks with COVID? it was like this thing could like they think it might last till june you know? <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> and just had no idea what we were actually in for and so we just kept moving towards back kept moving towards back and eventually got to places like man we got to release this record we're proud of it we, we've been sitting on it for a year and if we haven't changed it in a year that means that we're proud of it we have yeah. every ability to change it we love it it's done so yeah i mean i'm hopeful i miss the community of that i miss spending time with our crew and and band and and playing shows which i'm sure like everybody else does i also yeah. really miss playing solo shows at weird places and mm -hmm. you know the the keeping a couple hundred people super quiet for an hour and a half I, I miss that connection um as well and those will probably be the last places that we're able to go back to are like the sweaty rock clubs um but yeah, weirdly right. i miss that a ton you know yeah so and then you you and your brother-in-law did some streaming over the past year yep was that largely acoustic kind of stuff we would do i mean with our patreon we would get the four guys in the band together oh. once a month get tested 
mm-hmm. go in, work for two days. And that was great just to have a normal routine of creating together and being in a room. And then we did a show where we played our last record top to bottom mm-hmm. and made that free for everybody. And that was when I really realized I missed rock music because playing playing without irony, fully committed to like rocking the fuck out yeah. with four other guys. Yeah. It was incredible. I was like, man, I, this is what I love doing. You know, it's, there's it's that magic feeling that you're yeah, all yeah. in this thing together and it's real. And um, that's that I've, I've, I've have a big hole in my heart where I've missed that. Yeah. My band has gotten together three or four times for a variety of reasons over mm-hmm. the last year. And I've just two days ago was looking at a, pictures of someone sent me pictures of all those times. And man, we look so happy and they're just pictures of us standing in a room together right and it's like someone's telling the funniest joke i think in every one of those pictures yeah it's it's such a camp feeling you know it's this very like there's a childlike wonderment to to being around your bandmates and 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 feeling like you're getting away with something yeah yeah Which, which i really miss well hopefully soon um in the meantime i want to play Keel timing, that's my favorite number on your record. Sweet, let's do it. All right, here we go. my head 
that song as i said but man i this is probably sounds a little weird but one of my favorite things about that song is that loop that you have going on sounds like a casio drum beat or Mm -hmm. but you hear the very ending yeah and then once you hear it once then you can hear it through the song yep i love that i love that little thing but now listening to the whole record quite a few times i hear a lot of little things like that are there a lot of little casio loop beats yeah they're actually they're real they're they're organically made Uh um and manipulated so it was basically like we built this frankenstein drum kit where we would have triggers around the kit Mm -hmm. and then would use started as just using the brain from a v-drum machine so you just like kind of 808 or weird sounds they could even be like super lame v-drum sounds and then we'd throw them through an old blood noise pedal which is great guitar pedal company in oklahoma blast that through a pa and overrun the pa and that's when it started going like oh shit we can create new sounds we can create new everything and in fact we can create all we can capture all the midi data so we took sensors, put sensors on all the real the acoustic drums, mm-hmm. and and then would gather all that data, and then repurpose it through a keyboard or other sounds and dial yeah. it in. So it was really cool. We just basically got tons of information through the drums, and then found super unique ways to to kind of place them around. We were actively trying to not make the record that's like, oh, the band like heard craft work and here's the electronic album you know we wanted to still feel like our band yeah um and the way we were able to do that was by tim our drummer actually playing these parts and then as you know there's a difference between really chopped up perfectly aligned drums and then like something with personality so you can kind of have the futuristic feel with an actual performance there was a little magic that was happening in there yeah i mean the one thing about that is once I heard little, there's a couple other little tidbits that I heard that really caught my attention that are like small crushed drums or or, mm-hmm. or things like that. And then listening to the record, I'm hearing them all kind of all over the place. I might be imagining them. But the funny thing about that is those are little, this is kind of squashed little elements of mm-hmm. audio. And I think that this record is fucking huge sounding 
It's like it feels like it's eight million miles wide, but then it has those little neat small things in it. Um, the hugeness is like it's a funny thing to chase because theoretically the idea is you turn everything up and then everything's huge, but that's not the case. And right. so it's and it's a it's a trick that I'm still learning and exploring. But this, we realized the more space that there is, the more a snare can like, bah, and actually have that decay and have that feeling. Well, that's knocked out if you're adding, you know, just being cautious about frequencies and where things are sitting in the mix and making sure that like there's a shitload going on on this record, but also it's all pretty meticulously placed so that mm -hmm. it doesn't feel overwhelming, you know, to hear it the first time. No. Yeah. Um, and hopefully it's one of those things that, like you're saying, as you listen to it more, you're going, oh, I didn't hear that cool little thing that exists. And we're yeah. nerds about records like that. We're huge fans of records like that. So it's it's definitely sort of a tribute to, to that type of, of record. Yeah, I mean, it really, it's really cool sounding. It really caught my ear. Um, Thank you. All of those things. And it, it now it has legs for me because I can just pop it on and be like, oh, fuck, that little buzzing thing i just put it yeah. on some weird blue shitty bluetooth speakers uh -huh. i have and i was like whoa i'd never heard that like synth bed That's you awesome. know it's just it's really great the woman who mixes for us is this woman Catherine marks um she lives in england and she helps co-produce the records too um but just her ability to mix and she does a lot of like she'll spend all day on the really hi-fi system but then she'll only listen to mixes on her phone at night mm -hmm. and in the morning but her mixes sound incredible on a phone and i think she's a little bit of a a freak that way that she mixes from the heart and so if it's pumping for her and she can hear all the elements on a phone it's like it's the same as if she's you know working with alan Mulder on something yeah, and I think it definitely translates. I mean, I listen to it. I'm getting a little nerdy now because I have to listen to stuff a lot in different sources. But <laughs> I, my car is always, even new cars, which are all boomy and kind of yeah. stupid sounding. They yeah. I, they're still my reference. And, yep. you know, your record sounds totally different, but it totally works in the car with that silly, like, modern sound. It's Well, that song you just played is like... The second the band locked in to that riff and that drum beat, we were like, oh, like we felt like we were driving immediately. Yeah. Just like, that's right. just what that song is. You're just cruising. You yeah. know, it's like some like low stakes car chase from the 70s or something. Um, you know, sunglasses and cocaine and shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I will say that, uh, man, all the drumming's really great. We don't have to talk about it all day, but I pract I practiced Annie today. That's awesome. <laughs> I just was like, I'm going to play this. I got to listen to this record anyway, so I'm going to play with it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a really fun, tight drum beat. It is. It's really there. fun. I think I figured it out. I'll I'll get it perfect. And you would love the the setup that we had for the way we record drums. We're we that's the most important thing for us. You know, we mm -hmm. spend so much time getting drum sounds because we can do all the cool overdubs and shit. We got all the cool keyboards and gear at our studio, but to go to a place, get out all the mics, get yeah. out all the amps, have it have it going through four different guitar amps in hallways, and you know, we love the exploring area so that. You're essentially tracking 11 snare sounds at the same time, and you can right. keep moving through them and adding and combining. It's it's very fun. That's great. You listening to any 
new music or rather is any any music psyching you out right now you know what i love i don't know if you've heard it but the pino paladino and blake mills instrumental record that came out a couple months ago i don't think i've heard that yet you should hear it it's really really great it's like 30 minutes long the percussion on it the the drums the timing the the it's another one of those records where there's just these elements you hear popping out kind mm -hmm. of all over the place i have a tough time when i'm making a record or like working our record listening to stuff that's sort of similar um yeah because i don't really want to get influenced by anything like that i'd rather listen to stuff that's way outside the box like hip-hop records or you know just interestingly produced stuff yeah is, is what's more kind of inspiring um yeah and i'm i'm a big hip-hop guy so well it's been good to talk to you man it's been a pleasure i want to just ask you what are you looking forward to 21 we we play this festival we started 11 years ago, the night mm -hmm. before Thanksgiving. It's called The Stuffing. It's at the Fox mm -hmm. Theater in Atlanta. And last year was the first year we didn't do it. We finished 10 years. Last year would have been the 11th year, so this would be the 12th. If nothing else happens, but we can do that and have this hometown show, I need that. That would be really good for me. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And if That's the tour great. happens, amazing. Um, I'll be stoked. But, yeah, we got that show and the one at the Ryman in Nashville. And they're right next to each other. And if those two can happen this year, I'll be able to hang in there. <laughs> That's a good focused goal there. Yeah. Feels, it feels doable. They're both seated. So even worst case, we'll make no money, but still play to half the room or something. Right. You know? Yeah. Well, that's great, man. Um, and I hope to see you out there in the in the rock and roll wilderness somewhere. I do, too. do you guys have plans that are, I'm sure, that are being made uh, and created? We do. We're... Um, we have a tour scheduled in end of August into September opening for the Kings of Leon. Hell yeah. Yeah, so I hope that works. I, I think it will, but I don't wanna be I don't wanna jinx it. I know, right? Well I hope we get to play some shows together too, man. That'd be fun. Yeah, we should. That'd be great. Uh and I'll let you know when I'm in Atlanta if I'm not obviously in Atlanta and we're making a record together. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, I can't wait for that, man. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. All right. Um Take it easy. Good to talk to you. It. You too, man. Bye. Bye. You're in So oh.